Hello, and welcome to Bet by Numbers. This is Matt taking over for Mr. Brandon today as we are going into our Thanksgiving show. And with that, cue the music. All right, we're coming into week 12 of the NFL football season, and it only gets crazier, to be completely honest. Um, so we're going to start off with this pre-Thanksgiving show early on Wednesday, November 24th. We've got three games tomorrow, so everybody's got to get ready to see what numbers they got to bet by. Of course, every time there's a Thanksgiving game, we've got the Lions and the Cowboys involved. For years and years and years, the Lions and the Cowboys played. Everybody had to watch. Well, they didn't really necessarily have to watch. And over the years, they expanded that into two games. And now, we have three. So with the first game, we've got the Lions giving up three points to the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears, you know, they're terrible as well. So, there's not a whole lot to say in this game. We're going to give you some DFS recommendations on this as well as we go into the game, but Chicago is favored by three. We like Chicago. Chicago is still going to win, most likely, because the Lions, well, let's face it, they're not going to go 0-17 because they got that tie. But I have faith that Andy Dalton's going to bring the pain, and we're just going to have to see what happens. Fortunately, that's the early game in the day, and you don't have to watch it too long as we lead into the Cowboys versus the Raiders. Cowboys-Raiders, I mean, I don't know what to say. You got John Gruden. He's not, he's not coaching anymore for the Raiders. So most people think that this team has completely fallen apart. But as we get this Thanksgiving game... We know that the Raiders and the Cowboys are also longtime adversaries. This is definitely a rivalry. Um, I could possibly see a Raiders bounce back, but right now we've got the line. Dallas is favored by 7.5. So just over a touchdown. And the Cowboys' CeeDee Lamb, from what I understand, has been chosen to play, which could change your fantasy or your DFS or whatever. But let's just face it. The Cowboys are one of the best teams in football. Whether you like the Cowboys, hate the Cowboys, wish they didn't exist, they're going to win this game, and I like them to cover. I think this one could definitely be a shootout, though, so look, look out for an interesting game. Although most of us, and when I say most of us, I mean probably all of us, will be in some kind of food coma halfway through this game. Going through the, the last part of our first course on Thanksgiving, we've got the Bills and the Saints. And, I mean, looking at this game, like after week four, we're like, man, the Bills, amazing team. Saints still have potential. Bills are kind of on a slump. They really need this game to get back right. Uh, I, I definitely see them, as the Bills are favored by six, coming back into their own. Josh Allen's got a lot to prove. They really need to start to get some get some momentum started as they move into the playoff picture. And what better team to do it than the Saints? 
now the Saints are at home, and the Swamp could be a tough place to play, you know, but the Bills probably looked at the Falcons tape. I'm a big Falcons fan, and I don't know what to say, but Brandon would still agree that if you watch that tape, as bad as the Falcons are, the Bills could probably learn a thing or two about how to put a hurting on the Saints. <laughs> We're looking at a good game, but I think your first course of Thanksgiving ends in a Bills victory, and they're going to cover by six. So, I mean, the first course is usually, like, kind of light. I mean, that's what we had. We had some light games. Nothing really exciting. But when you look at it on the DFS point, you've got six teams and a very tight schedule. You can definitely put your money where your mouth is if you think you know what's going on. So, I always like to start my DFS by saying, if you're starting off DFS, try to get yourself involved in some matchups that are only one to three teams. And by teams, I mean rosters. If somebody else out there knows a lot more about it, they can put as many rosters out there as they want, and you're not going to make a dime. You're just throwing your money away. So try to get in those games where there's one to three rosters. Don't bet a whole lot of money, bet however much you want to. But I like to start off with running backs. Running backs are going to be your most consistent option when it comes to DFS. And like I said earlier, this Cowboys-Raiders game, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mostly because you're going to see a lot of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Ezekiel Elliott's going to cost you. He's, you know, costing 8K, but in this three-game matchup situation, I think it's worth it to get Zeke and Tony Pollard. If you want to try to step it up a little bit instead of double stacking the Cowboys, you could definitely go um, in a different direction than that. Uh, Devin Montgomery for Chicago, as bad as they are, they're going to run the ball. Andy Dalton, the ginger ninja, he can throw the ball. So I look for Devin Montgomery without Tariq Cohen to be on the field all three downs. He's going to be available. He's going to score points. Next in DFS, we go to quarterbacks. Josh Allen's going to be your most expensive quarterback in this situation. He's going off at $7,800, which actually isn't too bad. Next, Dak Prescott, who a lot of people are going to like, even with the heavy running game. They're looking to score a ton of points on the, on, on the Vegas team. The Raiders are going to have a hurting coming on, but if you want both teams to score and you think the Raiders can go back, you got Derek Carr at 5900 finally moving on well not finally but we're moving on to tight ends super exciting I know but if you want to spend some money on a good tight end you got the walrus with Raiders he's gonna cost you about 6400 Schultze there in Dallas is gonna cost you about 5300 or if you want to get cheap you can always go with Cole Komet Cole Komet with the Bears at 3700 that sounds pretty tasty. Just depends on where you want to put your money. Defense and special teams is pretty much a garbage fire on a regular basis. I think it's pretty impossible to decide whether or not this defense is going to score points, if they're going to allow points. So you got turnovers. Who knows? So I like to go this garbage fire and pick the cheapest one that I can. When it comes to these games on Thanksgiving, I like either Detroit or Chicago. You pick your poison. 
Detroit's going to cost you 2400 Chicago's going to cost you three grand. Not too bad if you ask me. So whoever you think is going to make the most turnovers, that's what you want to go with. Go with your gut. I always like to finish off with wide receivers. There's so many good wide receiver options, and by the time you've gotten all these points in the lineup filled up, you can know what you want to put your money into. If, for some reason, that CeeDee Lamb does not play, Cedric Wilson is a great option. Cedric Wilson with the Dallas Cowboys is going to cost you only $3,500. And with $3,500, that would allow you to put your money somewhere like, I don't know, anybody. Stefan Diggs, you can pay for Stefan Diggs. He's probably the most expensive one out there. But when it comes to these guys, I like Cedric Wilson. I like Emmanuel Sanders. This is going to be 4800 Josh Allen's going to throw the ball around. New Orleans doesn't really have the most impressive defense, but neither do the Bills. And that's why I like Callaway at my top-priced option at $5,000 to round up your Thanksgiving Day DFS. Moving on to the second course, we've got all kinds of games at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock is the bounty time, and... Of course, we're going to start off talking about my Falcons, who are in a game in Jacksonville. They're going to call this a pick'em game. I do admit that our defense is trash here in Atlanta, but I expect the Falcons to bounce back. In a pick'em, all they have to do is win by one, so why not pick the Falcons? I can think of lots of reasons why unless they're playing Jacksonville Jaguars. Next up in our second course, we've got a divisional matchup with the Bengals and the Steelers. Bengals are sitting at home, coming off a win by, you know, 7,800 field goals by their kicker, who probably upset several people in their fantasy matchups last week. But they're playing against the Steelers. And the Steelers might not have Najee Harris at full steam. So I like Cincinnati favored by four and a half in this game to continue to move up the ranks in this really competitive in AFC North. Next up in your second course, we got the we got the green bean casserole. This green bean casserole is my favorite thing. And if you like green bean casserole, then you're going to like this game again with the Colts and the Buccaneers. We're talking Tom Brady, and we're talking probably one of the hottest teams in football right now with the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor is on top of the world. And let's just face it, Carson Wentz looks like he knows how to play football again. And if you know how to play football, you might be able to beat the 44-year-old 44 Tom Brady. Antonio Brown's not playing. There's some kind of rumor about, you know, what's going on with this COVID vax card. We're just going to let the team figure that one out, but this is going to be an all-timer. Tampa Bay is favored by three, but I think that Indianapolis rides that heat wave and takes care of Tom Brady and his Buccaneers. As we continue to get juicier, we're going to move on to something with a little more stuffing. And you know what's better than stuffing is CMC. That's Christian McCaffrey stuffing the ball down the Miami Dolphins' throat. 
We've got the we've got the Panthers favored by just two versus these Miami Dolphins. I think this could be a good game, but I think we see a lot of C-Mac. C-Mac is your bet here. And, I mean, let's be honest. Cam Newton did look pretty good in that game. And I think that the Carolina Panthers will have no problems putting these Miami Dolphins away on Sunday. As we move forward, we're deep into the second course. You probably got that sweet tea flowing. You might even need a cup of coffee before your pumpkin pie. But the Tennessee Titans are not favored as they go into this matchup against the Patriots, who have really kind of been an up-and-coming team here. As much as the public in Vegas like this Patriots, I like Tennessee to get back on track. They went ahead and ditched Adrian Peterson. The bionic man has been good in the past. But let's just face it, he's too old. I like a lot of Deontay Foreman in this game. I think that he's going to run all over the place. But I think that uh, Mike Rabel's Tennessee Titans are going to pull the defense together and beat the New England Patriots at home. Next, <clears throat> in this second course of action, we've got some family arguments. And by family, I mean the NFC East, because the Eagles and the Giants are going to go head-to-head. -head. And you know what happens when that happens. Almost nothing worth watching. Oh, this guy. He's a real person. I think he's trying to figure that out, too. Well, I'm apparently terrible at this game, but that's okay. Because the Giants are too, and with Eagles, with the Eagles only favored by three and a half, I look for Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith to put these guys under. Don't be surprised if you see Miles Sanders running all over the place while you're trying to come back from your trip to Van Hangover on Sunday afternoon. Uh, next up, we've got another barn burner with our first appearance of a favor for the Houston Texans playing against the New York Jets. And they are favored at home to win by two and a half points. However, just because they're favored doesn't mean I expect them to win. In fact, I do have the Jets moving on to beat these Texans because the Texans, let's just face it, probably have the most to overcome of any football team this season. Even the Lions. Moving on to the third course. Man, we've been through some of those sides. We're about to have a second helping of ham and turkey, and we're not asleep yet. We've got the L Los Angeles LA charges on the road against their division foe the Denver Broncos. And guess what? The Chargers are favored by two and a half. I think that's a little low because, I mean, like after last week, yeah, they beat the Steelers, but the Steelers aren't really that good. So maybe Vegas is questioning the Chargers still. I just don't see this Broncos team being able to create enough challenges for the Chargers to win by less than a touchdown. So we're going to take the Chargers. Austin Eckler had four touchdowns in the last game. Let's see what happens this time. 
I kind of expect a little bit more Herbert, but we'll see. Next up in our third course, we've got a juicy one as we've got another pick'em game with the Rams and the Packers playing at Lambeau Field. Matt Stafford seems like he knows what his finger's doing again, even without Robert Woods on the field. And Aaron Rodgers' hair is still greasy. I like the Rams over the Packers in probably the most watchable game of this upcoming Sunday afternoon. If you don't want to watch that game, though, I definitely recommend checking out this Vikings 49ers game with two teams that are fighting for their playoff hopes. Let's face it, the San Francisco 49ers at home are favored by three, but Kyle Shanahan gets confused, and the Vikings are primed to win in my eyes. I just think Kirk Cousins has a day of it, gets the ball around, and Dalvin Cook does the rest. I like the Vikings to upset the 49ers on the road and take care of that cover. Oh, goodness. Man, after this third course, we must all be full. But you know what you need when it's full? Time to sit back, relax, and watch another deep grinder. The Browns and the Ravens are playing in Baltimore on Sunday night. Everybody's going to be trying to figure out what they did with their weekend or what they did after traveling across the country for this Thanksgiving period and probably the worst traffic day of the year. The Browns have to go to Baltimore and deal with a three and a half point Baltimore favoritism. But I'm going to be honest, the Browns look like they're going to get Kareem Hunt back this week. And with Hunt and Chubb in the backfield, I look for them to upset the Ravens this week to round out our weekend of NFL play. Man, that fourth course was nice. We had all the helpings we could get. I think we're going to go into dessert. What do you like for dessert? I like pumpkin pie myself, but you might want some sweet potato pie. You might just want some ice cream or a brownie or a nap. I think a lot of people are going to take off this Monday but they're going to be taken off for nothing if they're going to be watching the Washington football team and the Seattle Seahawks try to figure out how to play this football team on a full stomach. Eat your dessert and watch Russell Wilson see if he can beat the favored Washington football team on the road and overcome two really lackluster games that he's put up for the rest of us to see. I like Russell Wilson to really make a comeback and beat this strangely favored Washington football team on Monday night for everybody to see. And let's be honest, the Washington football team did beat Tom Brady, but I see it a different way. Like Ron Rivera, he played in the NFC South. He knows how these teams play. There's nothing that he is surprised about. Even the Saints. But let's face it, he can't beat all of them. He just has to do what he can. And beating Tom Brady, that's going to be high on the list of things that save this guy's job at the end of the year. Washington football team might not be making the playoffs, but they beat Tom Brady. Well, we've been through all the courses of Thanksgiving. We got dessert and everything. You're still hungry for more. We got a few more DFS options for your Sunday lineups. 
Again, like I said, do not gamble frugally. Try to get involved in things that you feel like are possible. You know what most people think is possible? The number one running back this week, Mr. Jonathan Taylor, is going to cost you $9,100. If you think he's going to score five more touchdowns, I would absolutely not hesitate to spend that money. If you're like me, probably not spending the money. I look for guys that are going to be consistent. That guy is definitely one of those. C-Mac is another one. And C-Mac's going to only cost you $100 less. So we're probably not going to go in that direction either. Well, who I like this week is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's playing with Cincinnati. And I would have to say that, in my opinion, they're probably one of the most balanced teams in football. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Steelers. Joe Mixon's going to give you good points. And he's only going to cost you $7,500. The other running back I like to highlight this week is James Robinson. I know, I know. He plays for the Jaguars, and they are terrible. We all realize that. But they are playing against the Atlanta Falcons at home, and the Atlanta Falcons have a terrible defense. James Robinson's not only good at running the ball, he's going to consistently give you numbers, and he's going to be their third down option. James Robinson... Couldn't be a better pickup this week for $6,200 at the running back position. And if you get close to that flex spot, or if you really need a couple budget guys, I really like Miles Sanders against the Giants for $5,100, or even Devontae Foreman playing for the Titans up in New England, pounding the ball for $4,800. For quarterback options, you got Tom Brady topping off your list at $7,600. Which ain't too bad, to be honest. Tom Brady, man, this is going to be quite a, it's going to be an all-timer. And he's going to need a lot of touchdowns this week. We've also got Jalen Hurts. This guy is the number one quarterback in fantasy football, believe it or not. He's had lots of rushing touchdowns. Devontae Smith has really come alive, and I think these guys have grown together. He's going to cost you $7,300 at the number two spot. But if you're like me and you want to save some money and you still want a quality guy, you're going to take Justin Herbert for $6,600 against Denver because he's going to throw a bunch of touchdowns and make you happy and maybe make you some money. When we look at tight ends, again, I like Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry with the New England Patriots is only $4,500. And I can definitely see Mac Jones going to him early and often. And if you want to spend a little less, we've got Mr. Conklin from the Minnesota Vikings coming in at $3,700. And if you ask all my buddies, they're pretty upset that Conklin stole some money from them last week in DFS as he had a couple touchdowns. Conklin's been a pretty good and consistent target for Kirk Cousins, who likes to throw it all over the place. So I think he would be a good option. Finally, we're going to get to our defensive trash pile. And by the trash pile, I mean the treasure chest. If you want to pick the same treasure chest that we found last week with Houston, Houston Texans are going to cost you $2,300 in a game that they're favored to win. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't think of a better option than Houston right now. Finally, if you still have money, we've got all kinds of wide receivers. And by wide receivers, 
I like to start off with somebody that's actually going to cost something, and that's Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is going to cost you $7,300, but I really expect to see our young quarterback let loose, and Jamar Chase is all early and often his favorite target. So moving with a with an expensive option to a not-so-expensive option, we've got Justin Herbert's second favorite guy, Mike Williams, coming in at only $5,700. I mean, come on. This guy was at the top of the wide receiver core early in the season. He's really discounted this week, and I would snatch him up if I were you. Finally, Brandon Cooks, playing for the Houston Texans, is going to give you the, the stats and only going to cost you $5,800. Or, you know, if you want to spend the most money on anybody, you could always get Cooper Cup, who's going to cost you $9,600. And my, my final option at the top of the, at the, top of the ladder is Jeff, Justin Jefferson, who's just been absolutely on fire. He's going to cost you $8,300 this week. But, I mean, let's be honest. The Vikings are going to really have a fun time with the 49ers. Justin Jefferson's going to be necessary in order for them to win. And I just don't see them not going his direction. So with that, that's pretty much it for this week. We miss Brandon. We love you guys, and we appreciate you listening to us. Because we know, in the end, we all love football. I'm going to see if I can heal myself, and oh my goodness, just in the middle of healing myself, I found myself on the other edge of the circle. It's, it's terrible. Alright, let's get in this vehicle, see if we can get out of here. See if we can't not get shot. I know that's a double negative. Let's see if we don't get eaten by a shark, that would be good. Alright, let's get some shields here. Ooh, shotgun works. Oh, and it's going again. Look at that. This circle really moves fast. I don't know how many of you guys play Fortnite. I'm, I'm definitely a uh, Call of Duty kind of guy, but this Fortnite's pretty cool. That's not what I want. Okay. Let's see if we don't die here. Please, don't forget, we're on Twitch. We are on iTunes. And, most importantly, Spotify. I don't think I'm going to make it through the circle. Oh my goodness. The circle's moving way too fast for me. I should have stayed in the boat. Man. I think with that... We're just going to say what is what, and I appreciate you joining. Come back and join us next time. We might even have some NBA coming up for you guys if you want to talk about LeBron and how he thinks he can fight other players. Come back and see us.